Welcome to Story Route Zero. This is a podcast where friends gather to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the strange worlds of video games. We often don't know where we're going, but that's half the fun. Come on the journey with us. Hit us up on Twitter at StoryRouteZero. You can send us an email at StoryRouteZero at gmail.com. That includes questions, concerns, comments, complaints, pet pics. Send us some recipes. Send us some stories about your day. We're going to listen. Podcast start your engines. We have liftoff. Let's have a journey. When masturbation's lost its fun, you're fucking lonely. That's Green Day, Longview, off of Dookie, song about masturbating on an album titled Poop. This is Story Route Zero. It's going to be a weird episode. My name is Matthew. I've got all three of us with me. Jason in a laughing fit because of me. I, I wasn't expecting the first word <laughs> after three, two, one was masturbate. <laughs> Michaela, uh, what it do? I don't know anymore. There. Moose has space. Space is good. Cool. Starting to heat cool. up out here. Yeah. Universal warming. No, um, so we talk about video games um, and we're going to, it's probably going to be a relatively brief one. That's kind of our goal tonight because we also have some things to discuss near the end of the show. What have y'all been playing? Michaela, you're first. I'm just, I'm just doing this now. I'm just doing yeah. this. I'm going to be quick anyways, because I've still just been squeaking in a few hours of Xenoblade uh, during the week. Although I am reprioritizing to get some of my gaming time back because my life has been extremely unbalanced lately. So uh, I need to find some me time with some Xenoblade because I like <laughs> it and I want to play more of it. And I'm only in chapter fluffing three, like 15-ish hours in, which is pathetic since it's been out for a month. And this is a franchise I very much love. The so music McKay- is getting to me, though. The music's Ma- good. Michaela oh. just Michaela just needs some Minoblade time. Oh. Oh, oh! You you just made me regret everything about my life. But I feel so much better so, about myself. Gotta, over here. <laughs> because we all probably know, and most people who listen to video games, Stealth Forty K on Twitter. He has all yeah. the. He has over two hundred plus hours. He just finished. Yeah, so a lot of people do. Wood Hawker beat em ups finished in sixty. Mm-hmm. You think you're closer to the. 200 based on how you're going or are you going to be closer to the six and i think well, from what i said beat him up he did everything. He, well i know i mean a lot of my a lot of my mutuals on, on twitter yeah a lot of my mutuals on twitter are in the 100 to 120 range when they're been, when they've been finishing some even higher than 120 so i think i will be in the 100 to 120 range uh when i finish because that's where i was with xenoblade 2 uh, also, Woodhawker 
did not like Xenoblade 2, so I would not be surprised if he just got in, got out as much as he could while doing everything. So... But yeah, no, I'll definitely put triple digits into this game by the time I'm done with it. But yeah, um, started unlocking new classes outside of the six that they kick you off with. And yeah, uh, progressing the story again a little bit and enjoying that. Music's good. Music's always good in those games. If you don't, if you haven't listened to the Xenoblade music, definitely check out the soundtrack. It's very good. Yeah, that's what I played. Nice. Moose. <clears throat> uh, jumped into uh, The Ascent recently. Uh, that has been an interesting game. Um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Jason, I think you made the comment when you were talking about it, and I agree with you. Like Sometimes you're just running around the city, and all of a sudden you have to like start shooting people, so you're just killing innocent people like you're just like i guess i'm just a murderer now <laughs> i mean you are killing <laughs> bad people but it's like people are getting cro- caught in the crossfire and like i feel like the game could do a better job of identifying like what exactly is a bad guy because like some of them times they'll just be standing there and then like i know they, they show up as a red dot on your mini map but when you're like trying to like watch your character dodge stuff, like you're not really looking at your mini map to like or your radar to see enemies. And so it would be cool if like the number above their head to designate what level they are <clears throat> showed up a lot faster for you. So you're not like, like I said, just shooting some innocent dude. Like if I come up on people and I see a red dot on the radar, I just start shooting that general direction. And I've, I've probably killed a lot of innocent people. Uh, but Look at you, a self-aware fun. Nathan Drake. I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh the <laughs> gameplay is fun uh the world it, it's a it's a beautiful game uh the soundtrack's cool um so i'm enjoying it now uh jeff has started playing on ps5 and we've missed each other the last couple of nights but we're gonna try and get some co-op in i know Jay, i don't think jason you haven't played co-op have you with it no. but I know Jason was thinking of joining us as well if if he wants to, but it'll be cool to see how the game handles co-op. There is new DLC that came out. Probably will not even think about picking that up until I beat it. Um, Heck else. Oh, uh, Cult of Lamb. Thoroughly enjoying Cult of Lamb. I put some solid time into that game. Uh, It's really enjoyable. I want you guys to guess which one of you three was the first one to be sacrificed. It wasn't Jason, it was Matt. Yeah. <laughs> well, in my uh, game, Michaela dissented, but <laughs> she was killed. That's that's why Matt was killed. He dissented and I was like Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's how I would do it. I would He's dead. I would pipe up. Um, I did I did give Michaela I probably a did the Mino blade thing in your game and you're just like, nope, get the fuck in the stockades, we are killing like, it right now. <laughs> To be fair, in my game, I tried to re-educate Michaela, but she wasn't having any of it. So threw in the stockades. No, so sacrifice. Yeah, uh, Michaela wouldn't play re-education. I don't go gentle into that good night. No. <laughs> I know the game's not terribly long, um, and uh, I have killed, I guess, two sub-bosses before getting to like the first. I guess, like the first big boss. Yeah, the first big boss. 
three sub bosses on to each get one two. to unlock the boss, the big bad, the four the for four, that section, four. and then yeah, and then yeah. so you yeah. have to do that's yeah, what I figured. Minimum, you have to do four runs on each yeah. dungeon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's at minimum. I mean, you. Could, yeah. Well, I mean, there's also you got bad weapons or powers. Or yeah. Things. And then there's also like having to take care of your people, you know, like your followers and whatnot. Yeah, some of them are needy. Some, yeah, yeah, they are. Some of them are weird. <laughs> Matt asked for a bowl of poop. That's not surprising. My characters but... are vibes in your games, huh? <laughs> uh, but playing some of that and then um, co-op and. Elden Ring with some buddies of mine. Sneaky's trying to get to the end of it, so I'm trying to help him beat it on PS5. And then the uh, the co-op mode has just been kicking off. It's it's awesome what the the what they've introduced. Like it's just cool, just throwing down your throwing your sign to the wind and just hanging out. Like you know, you could be doing something in your world, or you could just be like, you know what? I need I want to read this article about a video game I'm interested in, and sit there and read it while you wait to be summoned. So, and, like, you don't have to, like, park yourself at a boss and be like, I wonder, like, oh, Millennia, there's probably a lot of people trying to kill her, you know, like, you could just yeah. send it anywhere, and, and you, I've been all over the map, so it's actually been a lot of fun. So you, like, sit there and you're like, I gotta keep a couple of weapons with me, just in case, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, just in case you get into that boss... That's like well immune to the blasphemous blade, the flame. So there's a bunch of those. So, but other than that, you know, just hanging out. That's it. All right, I'll go next, so you can close this out, Jason. Um, I've just been playing more Monster Hunter. I have gotten to Master Rank 100, fought the final proper, but well, final boss is a different. But like, there's a final boss of the story, and then there's then there's another monster that comes out at the end of this. I, I fought that monster. It's basically a variation on the mascot of Base Rise, which was the Magnamalo. Um, I'm shaking my head because the final boss in Monster Hunter is actually the addiction you you have. That that is not really like Gravity and Dark Souls. These are the well, days of our lives. Well, the funny thing is, like <laughs> I've I've I had. I've done so much with the bow in that game that I'm like, okay, I I I don't like playing bows like when I'm solo. I just don't um, because the the builds that I use are kind of uh, designed for multiple, like being in a multiplayer setting. It's not single player. It's mainly like your it's support. Yeah, like I mean, I can do it, but. I'm like, I only really have fun with the bow when I'm playing in a group. Uh, so I, I went back to the first weapon I ever played Monster Hunter with, which was uh, the Insect Glaive. It's what I got through World with. Insect Glaive and the Hammer. And the Insect Glaive in Monster Hunter Rise... Do, do y'all like fun? Because let me tell you... I look like Darth Maul and Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a child that never wants to touch the ground when it's hunting dragons. So, like, I I basically 
take my little bow staff because that's the insect glaive is an insect called a kinsect and basically a um like a um you know the black knight halberd in dark souls yes it's not so much like a halberd with an axe at the end it's an halberd with like a long spear uh it's like that so i will basically put that on the ground pole vault into the air and basically spin around and fly for up to you know 30 to 45 seconds at a time and most of the time i punctuate that with a giant wire bug towards the ground and putting my blade in this monster's face uh it's really fun um and i've gotten to a point where i can manage uh basically keeping the monster poisoned the entire time so i i've gotten my hunting times down with it uh but that is uh way more fun of a solo fight to me i've also like i think like what Michaela was saying, like the final boss is the addiction. Um, I'll say yes and no in agreement with that, just because I think I'm, I've gotten to the point where I'm more interested in just fighting rather than what I get from those fights. Sure. Like for builds and stuff, I, if I'm going to try something new, I need to go farm materials for that armor or the decoration. Um, uh, but more often than not, it's just kind of like, I'm going to go into a boss fight and see how I do. And that has been great. I know there's still more things I need to see in terms of being complete with Sunbreak because I've not unlocked Anomaly Level 5. That's a, that, that I've looked into doing that and that, that just seems like a fucking thing. Uh, but I've also brought a, a couple... I've also brought another another friend along this ride uh from the uppercut crit community uh zodiac uh 0308 uh he and i have had a lot of fun uh just going after monsters together so that's real cool and and yeah i I love monster hunter now i can't wait now with all the monster hunter 6 news like it, it has me ready for another big console game like world uh, Jason, take us home. I unlike the three of you, I've played a well. Moose played a few, but I've played a lot. Uh, I actually haven't recorded in a few weeks either because there was a bit of a circus in my household. Um, finished Cult of the Lamb, reviewed it, loved it. Uh, they just announced a week ago they hit a million downloads, and there will be free content update. Not sure exactly what. I mean, I assume additions to the cult part but uh, mm-hmm. that'll be fun to see um, is there an th- endless mode in that game uh no there might be so there might be you can replay all the bosses they're all replayable sure but play. like th- that would be just one run right yeah like, start boss and oh yeah, yeah, yeah no there's no endless mode yet but that would be cool yeah um, I think I'll bet you that's where they go I I had picked up this game, Bright Memory Infinite. It's a shooter. Um, I beat it in two hours. It was, yeah. Uh, like I was playing, Moose was online. He logged off. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. I messaged him, like, I finished the game. He goes, oh. <laughs> um, I mean, it was only like 15 bucks, so whatever. 
Uh, I finally beat, I've been playing for a few years 20XX. It's a Mega Man roguelite. I mm -hmm. finally did a complete run. So oh, that's nice. Cool. Very nice. Um, then I played probably this game I had the most fun with all year. Rollerdrome is. Yeah, you, yeah, I remember you talking about this. It's awesome. It was so cool. It's like Tony Hawk with guns and bullet time. Yes, it is. It's a lot of fun if you like uh, Tony Hawk and guns. Yeah, and then there's like an endless mode at the end where all the... So, Moose, you know how there's waves? When you mm -hmm. beat the game, you can do each level where all the enemies are present all at once on each level. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I bet you nice. that's fun. Nice. So just endless combos. Then nice. I played um, Dimesia. I picked that up and I beat it. Yeah, you were you were you were you seem like you liked that one a lot. I did. Uh it's an action RPG. I don't want to call it a souls because it's not it's I haven't played Sekiro. So Bloodborne would be my basis, but it's like Bloodborne speed on crack. So I don't know if Sekiro's that level of speed, but Dimesia is super fast. Like everything's there's nothing like it's not so it's not like that like you have to be on the attack so it's like bloodborne and you have to be on the attack constantly um and there's cool mechanics um every enemy has like armor that you kind of have to break but if you don't if you're not persistent their armor kind of refills so you kind of have to break it um yeah sekiro has that break kind of mechanic to it so you are constantly on them mm -hmm. and if you stay back too long they basically refill Yep. their meter to a certain point. Um, it's not, it's probably 12 to 15 hours. Um, I know um, Jesus here's toast did a speed run 18 minutes. Of course. So yeah, he's trying to do the, the uh, average record. person, it's 12 to 15. Um, <laughs> but you could just get good. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's only th three levels and then the final boss. But then each level has like four sub quests, which are like additional runs within the level. Uh, so if you just did like just the main bosses, it's only three levels. So I could see an 18, I mean, 18 minutes is absurd, but I mean, a perfect run, I mean, probably doesn't take that long, especially if you beeline it to the boss. Because there's nothing to do in the level. It's not like you, I mean, you can technically rest and level up, but like it'd be the equivalent of a level one souls run. So if you just ran to the boss, you could, there's nothing preventing you from getting to the boss. Um, fantastic. And I'm currently playing Midnight Fight Express, which is a beat em up in the style of Hotline Miami. It's that top down, you go room to room. Um, it's yeah, like it's cool, yeah. It's uh, just it's enjoyable. You get to you start unlocking weapons and different movesets, and it's just it's fun to do. Uh, there's like 20 different factions that you keep getting introduced to. Like, every room, it's like a new introducing, and then it's like a new type of enemy. So, yeah, that's a blast. Um, and that's about it. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we had uh, it was Gamescom last week. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
It's always an exciting time. This was uh first time live since 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a opening night live. Uh, There's quite a big announce, a bit of big announcements. Um, there was some other stuff we're not going to really cover later in the week because it's kind of like on the floor, people showcase stuff. But um, so the show opened with some game called Everywhere. It's like a MMO, but I don't know. Like, I don't even think Jeff Keighley could describe it when he was on stage. It's it's it reminds me of like Dreams when Dreams was first tried like announced to people. We didn't really understand what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of like a sandbox, but like you, you could kind of do whatever you want. It's a little because it showed like a shooter. It showed like all kinds of things and different uh, graphical styles. Yeah, like vastly different. Next up was a new Dune game, which is cool considering we just got the other Dune game that went into early access, the RTS. This mm-hmm. is a open world survival MMO, and it looked, I, I can't confirm it, but it looked like it showed Paul Atreides doing something in the desert. And then it just, the title came up and people cheered. I mean, you knew it was Dune. As soon as you saw it, you knew oh, it was yeah. Dune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next, kind of a surprise, the PlayStation con- new controller was introduced, the DualSense Edge. It's a pro pro controller. Um, not a ton of like a lot of customization. No details on price or date yet. Um, back buttons. Uh, you could take apart buttons. Add. It's pretty. You can cool. change out the joysticks. It's it's comparable to the Xbox the Pro one. controller. Yeah, yeah, it's it's comparable to Xbox's a, approach to a Pro style controller. But Sony didn't do that until now. Like this is they didn't do that for the PS4. This is them being late to the game. Yeah, as with always. something that looks super super sexy though. Mm-hmm. I I will have to say though, because like I could see it being in the price range of the Elite Two, which I think yeah. is one seventy nine. Yeah. Um, because it has. Like the haptic. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be stuff, triple digit so. for yeah, sure. You're, you're yeah. paying but, you're paying close to two hundred oh, yeah. for this controller. Yeah, I guarantee. But I think like the I think the bonus is is having the removable and replaceable analog sticks. Yeah. Although it seems Sony has been slowly moving over to. It looks uh, like they might ones. also have. Uh, I can't tell. I can't remember, but it looks like it might have back buttons and, and shit like it that does. as well. It yeah, it does. You can either use. I think it was either paddles or like. Yeah. Um, like. Some other, I forget what yeah. exactly it said, but you can switch them out. There's two different versions, so it's like just a sexy looking thing. Yeah. I'm sure, you, I'm sure it's like weighted too, and all that. Yeah, as, as much as I, as much as I love how the Dual Shock or Dual Sense feels as a controller, like I still think one of the best controllers I've ever actually gotten to play a game with was the time I got to play uh, Rocket League with an Xbox Elite controller with a uh, former yeah. guest Antonio Guillen at his place in Chicago. Uh that controller is whew, the the Xbox Elite 1 was amazing. Um yeah. I just hope that this kind of does I th- I hope it does for that for PlayStation what that mm-hmm. game definitely I imagine out. that it will, but I it's going to so, cost yeah. you. Oh, it's yeah. going to cost you. Next I hope it comes out in other colors. Sorry. Well, I think they I think they announced that it was Pink. It, they announced it's three of the colors that are existing, but the newer color. Okay. The pink, I think. Uh, okay. The Maybe like the blue, teal. Yeah. Or the teal. 
Whatever you want to yeah, call it. I guess we know which one I'm getting. Yes, sir. Um, I might buy the pink one. I, I I need a pink elite bringer of death. That's what I need. There you go. Now, uh, next they showed more Callisto protocol. I'm sold. Um, this is out December second. This looks, looks cool. Hard pass. This, is this like a Dead Space like? Is that what this is? It is from the Dead Space. The guys space that made team. Dead Space. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Dead Space. Yeah. Team. Sold. Yeah. I don't need to spend seventy dollars to shit my pants. I can do it for free. Hard pass. <laughs> wow, I never thought of it like that. Hey, okay. this <laughs> next one's really funny. What the fuck? <laughs> this next one. one. Oh god. One. <laughs> This was one of the coolest trailers ever. And then its title came up, The Lords of the Fallen. So it's a sequel slash reboot. It is the same studio. It's definitely the same like game. But yeah. But the. It's the game. Yeah. It's unclear. Exactly, if this is a sequel to it. My thing is, this was all cinematic CGI. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. mm, mm, mm. Yes. Okay, sure thing. The so, yeah. game. So, we'll have to see. Um, next. One. I hope it feels better than that original game did. Yeah. It just, it... Yes. Um, next, um, moving out is getting a sequel. Moving out too. This was a kind of an indie hit. A lot of people, this was well received. Yeah. It's coming yeah. out. Yeah. Jeff Keeley oversold it a little. He said this was the game that helped redefine couch co op or something like that. Yeah. Some weird shit. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. No, have you, have you not Jeff, heard of Overcooked? Like, <laughs> Jeff, calm your tits, buddy. Next, we talking some shit. New Hogwarts Legacy footage. The game looks really cool. Um, and that, but that did get pushed. Um, they won't Barely. come out and say it, but they definitely pushed it because of God of War. Yeah, February yeah, next year, February. Yeah, yeah. February. Yeah, it February. So it, it got pushed by like a couple months. Yeah. Hey, more time to polish it. Make sure you know. Yeah. Um, this was leaked before, but we got confirmation. Randy Pittsburgh was on stage. New tales from the Borderlands. And it's out October twenty first. Yeah, this is brand all. Yeah, people. Some people were a little upset that we didn't get to continue the story of Reese and Fiona. It's all new characters, but I'm sure there'll be some connection to mm-hmm. the first Tales game. Next was Dying Light Two DLC, October thirteenth. Bloody Ties. It looks like an arena type thing. It looks. It looks cool, but still like adding Dynamite... to that 500 hour total, aren't they? I feel like Dying Light 2 just came and went like little fanfare. There was more fanfare leading up to it, it released, and then we didn't really hear about it a couple weeks later. Yeah, this was another leak, but they showed the new Sonic Frontiers trailer, and there's a release date November 8th. So full disclosure, I've I didn't I was unable to watch any of this, but up, leading up to this, this every time I've seen a new Sonic Frontiers thing, 
it's kind of piqued my interest more and more and more. So it, it I'm looks, watching you, Sonic Frontiers. It looks, it looks cool. I'm just curious how the game is going to play. Yeah. Like I, I'm curious of how. Like open world just seems odd to me for but yeah, sure. no, I'm I'm interested in it. I don't know if day one, but uh Under the Waves from Quantic Dream was announced. This is um I don't really know what the gameplay was, but it's definitely a deep ocean. It, it's probably gonna be it's Quantic Dream, so it's probably gonna be very narrative choice driven yeah. stuff. I mean, based on their doing under the sea, I'm guessing they're probably doing a big 3D photorealistic rendered soma, but that's also it doesn't actually to... look super fu- it looks a little stylized, yeah. if you ask me. Well, I'm just looking at the images on this tweet because I didn't watch yeah. it. But like also I put You know there's Quanti- gonna be some QTEs. Yeah, I put Quantic Dream stuff kind of in the in the area with Hogwarts legacy. I'm just not interested. Uh we got more video of Goat Simulator 3. Mm-hmm. This was announced was it the state of play? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's, we've known about this. Yeah. Uh oh, wow. got Return to Monkey Island comes out September 19th with they took the idea right from Skyrim, the horse armor, and it's in your bags and it does nothing. It just goes into your awesome. inventory. Good. Good. Next, uh this was pretty cool. So the creators of Subnautica are working on a new game called Moonbreaker with Brandon Sanderson, the author of a billion titles, including Finishing Wheel of Time. Um, it's a turn-based um, kind of like techy, like the yeah, it's like futuristic tech turn-based. So, is it like a 4X strategy game at this point? Yeah, it, it it it's it does look a little RTS-y more than more so than like when Jason says turn based. It's not like four characters standing in line. It looks sure. a little more RTS-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that goes early access September 29th uh, on Steam, Thanks. obviously. Next, we got Friends vs. Friends, a multiplayer shooter. Uh, it's, it's from Raw Fury. They've done a lot of indie work. Um, it's very stylized, like almost comic book cartoony. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. like it's fun. Um, next, more Lies of P. Um, I gotta say, this doesn't look that good to me. It looked like it. It looked action wise like the Surge. And it just doesn't. I don't know. I mean, the setting's kind of cool, but yeah, it. A lot of people are making the Bloodborne comparison and going a little overboard here. My thing is, this is very much going to be a double A game. Like people are expecting like triple A budget, and they're making these huge Bloodborne comparisons. And to be fair, if you watch this trailer, the weapon animations for some of them looks like they legit stole assets from FromSoft for some of these. But I don't really care so much about that. Like, yes, it's going to be a cool Souls-like, but it's get, it's going to be in that double-A, higher indie yeah. range. Yeah. What I'm interested in, which this trailer really doesn't show, is how 
the Pinocchio morality system plays into this that they've talked about before because you can play it, like the whole point is that Liza P P is for Pinocchio and it's like kind of not world tendency but it's like bringing that morality system yeah. back to a souls like um that's what I care more about and more interested in but this was just like a straight up gameplay like action focused trailer yeah it's weird they haven't shown anything regarding that it's just the this setting that's like a souls game bloodborne but without this what's the grab from being yeah it's very gothic it's gothic and a little steampunky but pinocchio um and the end of the trailer did say 2023 so they've got to give us more details on this like morality system whatever you want to call it soon and it is day one game pass Next up, I thought this game was forespoken at first. It's from Focus Entertainment and Deck 13. It is Atlas Fallen. Looks dope. This looks cool. Um, It's uh, it's very action. um, Probably action RPG. Um, Looks like you summon weapons in combat. Seems to be all over the place. There's a lot of air combat. Uh, It it looks like there seems to be like... um, there's traversal through like open landscape, which looks kind of cool. Um, let's see. Got home. I feel Homeworld Three's been. I've been hearing about it forever, but there was more video of it. It's coming out soon, I think. Uh, next was Honkai Star Rail. It's the Genshin Impact people. This this looks dope. Yeah, this is it's turn based. I think right. Is that is that what they said when they revealed this a few couple months ago? Uh, I don't remember. I remember I think, all I, I remember is be. seeing some sick anime shit, and I was happy. Next, High on Life by Justin Roiland. He's the creator of Rick and Morty. Uh, it's a shooter, and the big. The, the grab with this uh, is your guns talk to you. They have personalities. And they talk shit. Yeah. Because I saw a video where someone was like, oh, you're just going to kill this kid. Oh, you killed the kid. Great. You feel better now? You killed the kid. That kid is no longer going to. Yeah, I was, I was happy about that. When I first saw the video, it looks like it's got the same style as Journey to the Savage Planet, yeah. yeah. Uh, next, we're getting a new Telltale game, The Expanse, which is kind of cool. I'm not a Telltale fan, but the, I like The Expanse. Um, yeah, The Expanse is dope. I'd be but then again, I love Borderlands, is. and I still haven't played that because I just don't like Telltale. Telltale games, not Telltale. It's you not- don't like narrative games, period. It's not just Telltale. To be fair, unless, yeah, that's true. unless, the, unless mean, the gun is telling the narrative. No. Um, this game. I this know. just in: Skyward Sword is Jason's favorite Zelda. <laughs> um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, an obscure. <laughs> yeah, it's not just a remake of the old Killer Clowns game. It's a new Killer Clowns game. <laughs> this was. Out of nowhere. Yeah. 
Oh, Nobody like asked for this. We don't need this. Can we not? I, I'm I'm happy it exists, though. Holy shit. Why? Why can't we have it? That's cool. Let people live out their 80s fantasy. Of no, no. We can people. have it. It just, it, that was out of left field. I'm like, what? I'm still, like, not okay from, like, what, four years ago now when there was, like, a like whenever it came back out and, the, like, people were dressing up as killer clowns in the real uh... world because they're fucking nuts. Next, Scars Above. Uh, It's the shooter of some type. It's out. um, It said coming soon. Spring, maybe. Yeah, Like a spooky-looking third-person shooter, right? Next is a RPG. I love how they do this. and In following games, as long as we all have, like, it's almost like you just throw this there for cloud. It's got industry veterans that brought you Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Elder Scrolls, Dragon Age, Fallout 4, and The Outer World. I, I mean, that said, it still looks cool. It's called uh, Weir Song. It's an yeah. RPG. Um, Basically, they could just say, everybody who left Bethesda in the last five to ten years is working on this game. If they, le- <laughs> if, they, if they left Bethesda or they left Obsidian, guess what they're working on? Like, yep. nothing nothing against these people, but it's like, okay, like, <laughs> people work on games all, like, it's one thing, like, when you say, like, Glenn Schoenfield, the creator of Dead Space, is doing a game. Okay, like, he's known for that, but, like, I, we wouldn't know individual people who worked on Although... It does. So this was yeah. just a very short cinematic teaser, and they did say it's an RPG. But this, I guess, laundry list of kind of gives you games, an idea. Of it tells what, you right. It's like yeah, if you me, like these says, games, you're gonna like it. Yeah. So. T- well, to me, it also says it's gonna be a first person RPG. I'm gonna put yeah. that down now. They did not say or show that, but dollars, donuts. I think you're right. I I bet with you on that. Yeah. I mean, I that you know. I'd say, yeah, it's going to be first-person RPG. Next, Gotham Knights footage coming on October 21st. It does look really cool. I'll give you that. Um, I hope it reviews well, because if it reviews well, I'll probably pick it up. Because I feel like that'd be a cool co-op game for us all to play. Because it's four-player, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I believe it was, yeah. But I definitely, am, I'm not going to pre-order. I'm going to wait until that um, next, this one was described as this is cool. It's just where winds meet. It's yes, like please. a Ghost of Tsushima styled. Um, this just looks so cool. Yeah, the it, images yeah. I'm seeing look. Ooh, is boy. this a Chinese RPG? I can't remember. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. It looks cool. Gimme, please, thanks. That's all. Um. <laughs> And as it looks almost we, like Ghost of Tsushima and a little Neo-y, too, yeah, in there. Yes. And then as much as we get the fanboy, the host gets the fanboy, Hideo Kojima has a podcast, Jeff Keighley's going to be on it with a segment or something. Blah, blah, blah. No, are, really? They are such yeah. butt buddies, it's not even funny. Yeah, it's on Spotify, I think. Like, he didn't even have anything yeah. to say about games. He's like, I'm working on games and can't tell you, but... I have a podcast, and we just needed an excuse for me to be on Jeff's show because I'm never not. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, speaking that's of true. doing other things, Sakurai is a YouTuber now. 
Good for him. He's done with Smash Bros. Fucking good. You go, Sakurai. You Sakurai, you. live your life. Take um, your break. Get whatever. Get whatever needs you need met. I support this fully. Park Beyond. I got very roller coaster tycoon vibes from this, but it's yeah. like more of a futuristic uh, amusement park. This it, it looks cool, but I'm not. It's one of those builder like manage theme park type. Right. Uh, they had a Pokemon car. A Mini Cooper, right? Yeah. File yeah. that I'm... next to Kojima's podcast. Yep. All respect to the guy, just not interested. Yep. Next was Dwarf Romantic. I'm not, and it's a tile based like city builder. I think I didn't the, really the, understand. The images have me curious. Um. Next, we know Moose will not be playing this. The Outlast Trials. Although you could throw never, you could throw me in the category of not playing this. <laughs> I have heard like people do hold this up there for horror games. Like it's if you want oh, to jump yeah. scare, this is um closed beta is October twenty eighth. Uh the the finals by Embark. It's a you can sign up for the Steam playtest. This is a some type of shooter. I don't really know what it is. I, I feel sometimes with Gamescom, they just throw like a random teaser image with no explanation. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if Jeff knows it cut to that image. And they just, they just move on. And it's like, what? Like, he's looking at a cue card going, yep, I hope that's the right image. I don't fucking know. <laughs> this actually leaked before, but they confirmed it. Dead Island 2. Um, it's out so, February 3rd. Dead Island Riptide. I always thought that was Dead Island 2, but apparently it wasn't. Yeah, the first Dead Island had a few, like, spinoffs or, like, standalone deal. There was, like, that Dead Island arcade, which was yeah. a top-down shooter. Like House of the Dead Island, almost. And um, that was about it. I of note there was a Wu Kong Wu Long. What is it? The, the it's not the, the Black Myth Wu Kong folks. It's the other thing. Yeah. What the hell? They showed a gameplay trailer finally. Yeah. It's so of, it's not Black Myth Wu Kong. What are you trying no, to describe? No, it's not. Then? It's it's another <sighs> thing. Well, I'd seen. Why even talk about it if you can't? <laughs> I mean, oh, is what? it words? Hold on. Hold on. Now Word. now you got me, though. No, at I, least Matt knew pretty... what I was talking about. Wu Long Fallen Dynasty. Wu Long Fallen Dynasty. Okay, Wu Long Fallen Dynasty. Yeah, they finally showed off gameplay footage. That was the one that's that was announced at like State of Play or something, or uh, yeah. Xbox's thing. Yeah, Wasn't it was it? Xbox's thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, it's coming to Game Pass, because it, it was. and Yeah, it looks a little Sekiro-y, too. Who's doing that one? That's the that's Team Ninja, I think, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. Team, I was that's gonna Neo. say Neo. It's the Neo Fallen people, Dynasty right? is the Neo folks. Yes, nice. Black Myth yeah, Wukong, that's the... I think, is something. Doesn't that also Black tie Myth in... Wukong is a Chinese? Yeah, RPG. but it ties into Monkey: yes. A Journey to the West as well, right? 
Well, yeah, it's, it yeah. ties into that. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, and that's, well, that's, that's what the one with the, is. the yeah. crazy. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. Yes. Uh, high res uh, uh, trailer. That one looks really good. Can't wait for that one. Both slated for 2023, so it's going to be an interesting year. Mm -hmm. So I ended up not having time to watch all this before I get thoughts from you guys. Um, I did see a lot of folks that I follow on Twitter saying that maybe the two-hour reveal, 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 reveal is probably no longer the way to go because by the end, you've almost, you might remember names or titles from earlier, but you might not be able to discern what they are anymore. What's your thoughts? Uh, I don't, I mean, I, I've made it known. I, I think I think Jeff does a wonderful job on creating the show. I mm -hmm. think he's a terrible host. I'm not saying I could do better, but sure. I think his his transitions to different things, like I'd rather a Nintendo style, just show me. If they just showed me all the two hours worth of content, just back to back with like a voiceover, I think it's better. I think he causes it to be, I don't like watch. I like, I only watched 45 minutes live and then I had to catch up because I just can't, I think it's just the way he does it. And I, I, I like the, the sheer amount of content. I think that's cool. Cause it's like one after the other, you're excited. Maybe you're not interested in the next one, but like you're still excited. And then you see something else you're excited for, but it's, it's kind of like going to the movies and you see a great movie and then you're like, what were the, Oh, I love that preview. What the hell did I see? Like, mm -hmm. it's like that, but then it's cool. Cause then in like four months you see the trailer again. You're like, Oh yeah. So I like, my, yeah. My thing is two hours is a big ask for anyone in terms of attention span. Um, in terms of just having fucking time, like, for Germany, it's prime time. For us, it's the middle of the workday. For other people, it's the middle of the night. Two hours is a lot to do in one go. I'm almost because like, and then after opening night live, the attention really falls, like plummets for Gamescom, as opposed to E3, where it's like, all right, what's the big thing today or this morning and versus this afternoon? I'm like, why doesn't Gamescom take the I don't want to say E3 approach, but like, why doesn't he take that two hour presentation and maybe package it into a couple of different presentations? And then you end up with even more than two hours of content because you can recruit even more trailers. Like we have opening night live and then we have indie showcase and then we have like future whatever. Game. Yeah. Future. Like if you do it that way, like, and you have a schedule where it's like, we have an hour today, 45 minutes here, an hour today. And there's three big shows then you get more consistent hype over the week. You can put more attention on different games. Um, and you don't have people like sitting there for two hours. You know what I mean? So I that's my two cents, personally. They could capitalize more and have a better user experience. That is that is my take. Moose, any thoughts? I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really watch the show. I just looked at the tweets because there's a lot of stuff in there that we've already seen before, and I'm just like, sometimes you just get overloaded. And I was just like, I'm I'm good for now. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I think I'm tired of like seeing stuff like super early. Because uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he was like, "Do you watch GamesCon?" And I'm like, "No." I was like, "There's nothing that really interests me." And he's like, "Really, no games?" And I was like, "Well, I should restate that. I'm interested in this stuff. It's just we've seen a lot of it already, and I don't need to see any more. I'm either sold on it or I'm not going to buy it. You know what I mean?" Yeah. And so I'm just like, "Whatever." Like the Dune game looks really cool. Uh, Lies of P. Already seen some of that. I mean. It's just, I was just like, I mean, like, the Callisto protocol, whatever, like, we've seen that, like, seven times now. It's like, we don't need to see it anymore. Just go on a shelf and polish it off and and distribute it. Everybody's already pumped for it and played uh, Dead Space, and they're going to pick it up, you know? So I just, I don't know. I was just like, ah, whatever. And also, I was working at the time, so (laughs) I was just like, I'm not... Like, I was in the office, and I'm just like, I can't watch this, so whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I, just, I was just... Yeah. Well, no, I, like, it, it, it's me shitting on Jeff, but, like, the the ones I even just announced reading off the tweets that I had no idea, like, I feel like he didn't even know what they... He didn't do... Like, yeah. Like, with the Nintendo Direct... Sure, the two the announcers they have they can be a little cheesy, and they they they're even worse with the puns sometimes than me and Matt can be. But yeah. at least you have an idea of what the game is. Jeff will just literally show a world premiere trailer, say that's exciting, and then here's another world premiere. It's like, what the fuck did you just show? Like yeah. it's like like he picks and chooses which ones. And, like, I get it's his show, but I've said this before. I think with the Game Awards, I just feel he just – it's the equivalent of the direct but live, and he doesn't really know. Like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you're just ready to go to the next thing you're about to show. There's no – like, it's almost like I wish there was – like, plenty of people live tweet it, but it would be cool if someone from Gamescom or from Jeff's crew – did the live tweeting with the trailer. So then it's not just like, if you don't watch it, you just have images. Like you have a link to the trailer. Yeah. They could do a better job with that. I also wish it, since it's not the game awards, I wish they stopped doing the stupid awards. Nobody gives a shit about during that two hour presentation. Cause they do give awards during opening night live. And you're like, all right, I, it ain't December. I don't give a shit. Get this. Get, you can do this, but don't do it during the opening night live stream. We're here for the trailers, the news, the announcements. I don't give a shit about these made-up fake-ass awards. Yeah. And 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 Jeff keeps using the word world premiere. You you keep using that word. I do not think you. Know I don't what think that. you know what that means. <laughs> like, it means it means nobody's seen the trailer before. It doesn't mean nobody's knows about the game. Yeah, but he he, he get it's getting to be like it's getting a Microsoft little with that because like, then every you know. trailer is a world premiere. Are any of right. them not? Like, are you re recycling a trailer from right? June or something because right. then it's, it's so it's so stupid. It's like no, it's not a world premiere. You're just showing the trailer, the trailer for the first time. And I think that's where my fatigue from the shows is coming. Where I'm just like, I don't want to watch this anymore. You know, because you're just it's like I mean, 
all the games look really cool, but it just gets to a point where you're like, I don't want to see any more of it because by the time I watch more of your trailers, I'm not even going to want to play the game, you know, because I've already seen it all. Like, stop destroying your game by showing it off so much. Create some like and some hype. It's just opening night. He, yeah, I think if you want, you want that that reach. Let Jeff do all of Gamescom and do little shows, do a future show, do the indie. Let him do because when all all the hype is on opening that live, but we miss all the announcements unless you're like refreshing IGN's website throughout Gamescom. But there's no like at least old old E3 had like. You knew Sony was on stage now, then Xbox, then EA, then Square. Like you, we had a schedule, and like you could tune into what you want or see online. But like, it wasn't like opening it live. Opening it live has become that's it. The rest is like Gamescom never really did. Yeah, besides opening night live, Gamescom has never really made a smooth transition from the in person to the online even when it was online only during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? It's very much like if you're there, you know what's going on. You're going around all the different booths. There's different shows. But if you're not there, you you know opening night live is happening. And then, like Jason said, if you're not just keeping up with IGNs, here's everything we've seen at Gamescom, day one, two, three, whatever, you don't really hear anything about it because it's not marketed to the online audience in the same way, even for the two years where it was virtual only, which is kind of sad. And on the flip, I have to say it's not easy. As someone who's gone, I went to PAX East a few years back. I left there with like 50 business cards of developers or games that are coming out that it'd be impossible for any outlets to cover everything true it just would be so i get that and like they've made it a point like okay here's opening night live the rest just the media outlets will try to cover and i'm sure ign sends like 10 people maybe game they send multiple people obviously but it's just not so it it's i don't know I, i mean i enjoy seeing all the trailers but i personally i i just think it could be shown better but like you said even even when it was not live and in person they did a terrible job of so but still exciting i mean it's it's like yeah. the equivalent of like movie previews yeah mm-hmm. so just two hours of movie previews interrupted by random people i talking. mean i think i think in my old age, I am just getting used to how State of Plays and Nintendo Directs do it. They're more to the they're succinct and to the point. Like, like you talk about the the puns and the host. I think, I think Jeff Keeley is doing his best to bring an idea of presenting this forward. Do I think it's the best idea? No. I do agree with all of you that this could definitely be done better. Um, I also think he has to kind of please the people bankrolling all of this because that's, yep. not, that's not always going to be the easiest sell. Um, Plus, we don't know what is going on there. Exactly. exactly. There's nothing show. I can speak to there. 
but I will say I will say this with a Nintendo Direct or or a state of play, having the at most an hour, we'll say, because some of them have that's a long hour. one for them, yeah. Yeah. Usually um, in the twenty to forty minute range. Yeah, but like having that all of a sudden like I remember more of those games and some of those games are shown for way less than what you would get at a two hour presentation. Like yeah. I remember when you know, in the last thing when we were covering E3 and you'd have to cover all of the conferences, you'd have to take notes. And by the time you get to the point where you're looking at your notes and talking about it, you're like, I don't even remember what this was. Whereas with a 40 minute direct, they could show you 30 things in that 40 minutes. But somehow I remembered it more because they did it right. Same yeah, with, like, same with Sony's to... more dense directs, like or dense uh, state of plays. Look at Nintendo. I mean, how many directs have we had? Thirty games, and it's twenty-five minutes only. Mm-hmm. And each time we've talked about, it, we're like, "Oh yeah, that thing that looks cool as hell." Whereas this, we're like, hmm, maybe, maybe I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. If if we knew how to do it right, they'd pay us to do it. Clearly, yep. we don't, so they're not paying us. Or maybe they should. Hit me up. <laughs> I mean, the price is right. I'd get out of healthcare. Just saying. Um, but now we're gonna wrap this up for. We're gonna wrap this up rather shortly. But I do want to bring something that has been going on behind the scenes for all of us. Uh, all of us are busy. All of us are burnt out. Um. I know with Jason and Michaela, uh, I'll let you guys talk about what's going on at Obelisk, but I know that that's going to create a lot of busy, a lot of busy times for you guys ahead. Uh, but for me personally, uh, I am, I'm an, I'm a radiologic technologist, uh, x-ray tech for short. I am getting to the point where I have to renew my certification and it'll be the first time I've had to do that since that'll be my 10-year anniversary as an X-ray tech. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know how much time I'm going to be away to do that because I basically have to study and retake my boards again. That's the way I understand that. It's been 10 years since I did it the first time. Guess how much I've forgotten? A ton. Uh, uh, I'm not going to speak for Moose, but I do know that he's going through a transition in life as well. New job learning a new thing, always, always a bit of trouble and a bit exhausting. So the short story here is we're going to, we're going to be going on an intermittent, intermittent hiatus. We are not going away forever. We will probably be back when game stuff happens. Um, We will still talk because we're all friends, or at least I consider you all friends. Um, But you know, we're probably not going to do it for content. Uh, we have left the door open to a full return, but things have to do some balancing out for all of us uh, for that to happen. But so you might not see us in the next couple of weeks, but you, you're you you're not done with us yet or we're not done with you. I don't know how that works. Jason, Michaela, you guys want to say anything? Um, I, I don't know what to say publicly about the obelisk stuff yet because Mo has announced it to the internal team. 
Uh, but just know that things are changing there. Uh, and Jason and I are actually in the process of building our own site where we can continue to publish about games because we like games and um, nobody can tell us to shut up about them. So we won't. Um, and that site is is very nearing its fruition. Um, Jason, do you want to reveal the name? No, you you can. Oh, okay. oh, we have a name. Oh, I don't know about that. We have a name. We have a name. I built. I made a logo. I'm almost done building the site. I bought oh, a domain. Shit. Good for yeah, you. Oh, we wow. Are, yeah, we are dear gamers. <laughs> I love dear that. Dear gamers <laughs> is our site. So, nice. Yep. Yeah, um. And we're we're going to be working on that. So, but like Matt said, intermittent hiatus. When we want to cover, we'll cover. We just won't mm-hmm. be every single week anymore because we need some flexibility in our lives. We're all going through a lot of shit. Yes. Yep. So you're not you're not rid of us yet, internet. You yes. may not be rid of us for very long either because we are just is. herpes that are going to go away for a while. We'll flare up in a little bit. Trust me. Maybe in the next week or two, because uh, it is just about September at the time of recording, and I'm calling it now. Within the first two weeks of September, we will have both a Nintendo Direct and a Sony State of Play. You heard it here. And if you don't care about any of that, guess what? Dear gamers, it's not all about you. Bye. Story Route Zero, we have some cool friends who do some cool things, and I'd like to tell you about them. Phoenix Overdrive uses the power of games and gamers to help heal sick kids through the charity Extra Life. Phoenix Overdrive fundraises for Children's Miracle Network hospitals all year, every year, and the fun culminates in a 24-hour gaming marathon. Find out more about their events and projects online via Facebook at facebook.com slash phoenixoverdrive or on Twitter and Instagram at phx underscore overdrive. You can also join the Facebook group of Pawn Stars at facebook.com slash groups slash nation in order to share and discuss all the latest in nerd culture. They've also got a podcast, Nerd Overdrive, which you can see weekly at youtube.com slash phoenixoverdrive. You can also catch it on Facebook Live or twitch.tv slash phx underscore overdrive. That podcast is also published on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. You want merch? They got merch. Merch can be ordered from tinyurl.com slash phxodmerch, a portion of which goes to their fundraising efforts. Join the nation and be a hero to sick kids as El Capitan Rey Osorio, Lee the Maestro, and Becky, the lovely queen of the guild, always say, hashtag rise above. Thank you for listening to Story Route Zero. We hope you have enjoyed your time here as much as we've enjoyed having you. Once again, questions, concerns, complaints, pictures of pets, or favorite recipes can be sent to storyroutezero at gmail.com. You can yell at us on Twitter at storyroutezero. Rate us and review us on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you may have found us. 
as it helps with discoverability. If you'd like to hit us up individually, you can find Moose Cool at Sven, that's S-V-H-E-N-N on Twitter, PSN, Instagram, and of course, Twitch, streaming games. You can find Jason Marshall writing at obelisk.co. You can also find him on Twitter at GimpyJ with two Y's at the end, as well as PSN, Instagram, and Twitch. He also has his own website, whereisthepausebutton.com. You can find Michaela Crescione doing all sorts of writing at obelisk.co, as well as on Twitter, at redxmod. My name is Matthew Keel. You can find me everywhere I'd like to be, at infinite underscore rewind. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Twitch. That's PSN. And I also have my own website, infiniterewind.com. Be sure to check us out at all the places. You are always welcome, and you will always have a seat waiting for you on this ride. Thank you for listening, but for now, it's back to the real world for us, so we will see you on the next one. <laughs>